Ken Hardy's Death Comes Lifting shirt. I'm making it happen. I'm putting nice. it into the universe. I wanted Rich to get him for, for Horror Realm. I was rallying very hard. Yeah, I wasn't sure if Rich was gone again or not, because he does that podcast with Tiffany Shappas. Yeah. So I thought Fangoria would kind of do a, like, hey, we're sending everyone to right. the uh, show. I think next year he's going to try for that harder because this is kind of like a reboot year for him. Yeah. So I'm super excited for it, though. Yeah, it's going to be a good it's weekend. like two weeks away, right? Yeah. Yeah, horror yeah. realm, two weeks away. We're steady promoting that shit. Hell yeah. What are you looking forward to there the most? Um, I'm just looking forward to going and hanging out. I went to the last show he did where he had, like, Jill Sholin from Popcorn, William Butler from uh, Night of the Living Dead 1990, and I want to say Friday the 13th Part 5. I could be maybe Part 7, I don't know. My wife's the huge Friday the 13th fan. Nice. So, uh... Shout out to Bridget once more for that. Yeah, so that's her gimmick. So she is stoked to meet William Butler. And we just made it a day trip. Like, we know um, Michael Axler that does the panels for Horror Realm. We had met him through previous conventions. And same with Rich. Became really good friends with both of them. And that's kind of what also influenced our move from Ohio to Pittsburgh was... The housing market in Ohio is fucking nuts right now. Is it? Like, for what we want to spend, it was basically, you can get a condo. Jesus. Yeah. Why is it so expensive in Ohio? um, The past few years, Columbus has been rated a top ten city to live in. Wow. Which my dad was, used to live there. I used to go there every really? weekend when I was a kid. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. About that. Like, yeah. I mean, it's changed a lot since I was a kid. Like OSU campus went from being kind of full of like scummy record shops, comic shops, coffee shops, it's my to these like stainless steel looking, pristine bullshit buildings. Hipster rustic. Yeah, like, the to me, campus has no identity anymore. Once you start removing the uh, places that give it character, I think right. it loses its identity. It'd be like if the Strip District kind of revamped all the stainless steel apartments above every yeah, restaurant. Like a big strip mall instead of individual yeah. shacks. yeah. yeah. Amen, but unfortunately, that's kind of the way things go. It is. Like, one day, the Strip District will probably be like... Oh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think Pittsburgh's managed to hold on to their identity. We have. From what I remember, when the big, like, real estate crash happened, they didn't take any of the handout money. They just kind of said, fuck you guys, we're doing it on our own. Check that out. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they kind of kept their identity that way that's yeah we're, we're building up areas we're gentrifying areas but like that's, yeah that's about yeah. Like, it everything else yeah. i mean it still has a charm to it and an independent yeah, and kind of feel like i could see allentown and mckee's rocks kind of being areas where that happens Just, yeah lawrenceville is a big one yeah I mean, lawrenceville is 
Definitely a huge yeah. one. But yeah, it's like out of control right now. Yeah, it's insane. Eyes over there. I think shortly after we moved to get a tattoo at Ravenwood Collective. And uh, yeah, it definitely looked different. I remember it being even a year or two ago when we were going to KSWA shows over there. So. Not, well, yeah, you, you, yeah. Are, you have been around. So yeah. You, you just moved here not too long ago, right? Like a couple months ago. Yeah, like um, we closed on the house at the end of September and moved first couple weeks of October. Yeah. So we've been here almost half a year. Give or take. So. You like it, I think? Oh, I love it. Yeah, like, man. That's cool. It's cool you're like, here. Yeah, I'm like, you do. I visited Pittsburgh over the past four or five years. I'm just like, I love this town. It has character. Um, the horror, music, comic communities are kind of more my speed where, right. like, Columbus... You have Cleveland and Cincinnati both within a couple hours. Yeah. So a lot of bands would skip Columbus. And it's like, I'm fucking 35 years old. I can't drive to Cleveland on a Tuesday night and miss <laughs> work the next day. Where Like I still do. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm 41 now, but it's just, I'd have... If there's a concert I really want to see that's skipping Columbus, I'd almost have to take two days off work. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, where it's like, here, it's like, okay, it's a Tuesday, but I live 15 minutes away. It's just, how bad is traffic on the bridge and tunnel going to be? It's definitely so, more convenient for you. That's definitely. great. I'm, I'm glad it's working out. I go to Cleveland all the time for shows that we don't get here, but... Yeah, I do appreciate our our scene here is very cool and very vibrant. I'm happy to be a part of it, man. I'm happy that yeah. you're, you're you are too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fun. Just why we do this shit is just to try to support the community that we love. Yeah, and like back to horror realm. Like yeah. I think what kind of cemented us also moving here. We went to the John Carpenter Fest that Mike and Rich put on at the Hollywood Theater. Yes, yes, yes. Which Unfortunately, the Hollywood's no longer what it used to be, but... It's not, but we're trying our best to change that. Yeah, like, throughout that whole fest, we just kind of sat around bullshitted with Mike, his wife Geneva, Rich, and Michelle, and we're like, you know, that kind of cemented our minds when we're ready to buy a house. Don't rule out Pittsburgh. Like, there you go. John Carpenter brought you to Pittsburgh, yes. so it was destined for yes. us to be Escape from Ohio. That's what happened. So you were, you were destined to become become part of this, and I'm glad you did. Yeah. yeah. And back to our coffee sampling, the Zeke's Coffee Roast of the Ancient Mariner, which yes. might be the best coffee name of all time. It is. Uh, if, if you... If you think about it in terms of heavy metal coffee names, yep, it might take the cake. And, but it is very good. I do have to give the edge to the macadamia nut over this. Though. Yeah, I, yeah, I do prefer the macadamia, and I did not think I would. Yeah, I love the Zeke's. Zeke's is good. We um, I think it's awesome. It's like yeah. oh, they're great. Got an onion yeah. made, and they carry them. Yeah, awesome. I think that's who they use for their daily coffee. Yeah, Zeke's, I mean, it's, so. it's definitely not bad. It definitely no, kicks the shit out of like. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, yeah. I like mean, well, 30. that's not hard to do. It's like, not hard to do. 
depends on the state of mind you're in. What yeah. this is an interesting question. When you used to smoke cigarettes, what coffee did you drink? Were you a coffee snob, um, or did you prefer shittier coffee? I've, I've never concerned myself a coffee snob. It's just whatever was cheap. Like yeah. if Maxwell House was on sale, right. or Folgers, or whatever the Kroger or Walmart brand was. Because sometimes, like, I'd buy a can of Maxwell House, Mm -hmm. buy the same can, and it tastes completely different. Right. So, you know. You never know what the fuck's up. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm just. Yeah, yeah, it's like ground-up cockroaches. Yeah, that's. And, like, we only buy stuff like that now if we're in a pinch. Like, with her working where she does, it's like, hey, we're down to our last, like, cup of coffee can you just grab something and you know until we get to like to hold you over yeah stash i have a holdover like stash but even that is like kind of a goodish brand of coffee Mm -hmm. so that's why like i consider myself a coffee snob because why i asked about the cigarette thing is once i stopped smoking and doing drugs and drinking i became like a super coffee snob. Yeah, I, I never really became a coffee snob. I think I became kind of a food snob in a way. Like, just tr- carry over into being... It, well, you, you yeah, definitely like, appreciate the good coffee. A lot of people yeah. know. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, if I'm paying money for it, why would I buy Dunkin' Donuts when I can get something local right. that's roasted here? Yeah. The, the You know, you go into the place wherever it is and the people are super chill it's you know right just. yeah it's like it replaced it replaced a lot of things for me coffee that's why it, yeah it holds dear to my heart <laughs> <laughs> it replaced beer yeah other stimulants yes other smoke smoking cigarettes that's why i feel like if you yeah. smoke cigarettes and drink coffee like, uh, you actually want a shittier coffee. Like, you don't appreciate a good coffee. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. Like, kind of, like, blinding your taste buds. Yeah, like I could totally see that. Chemicals and poison. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. what people get into when they, you know, they become sober, they drink more coffee. Yeah. That's, like, a fact. That's why I love Oh, yeah, I can... Coffee. Yeah, I know people that have gone from one spectrum to the other, and coffee is their drug of choice now. It's so. all a healthy addiction. It is. It is. Could, all, could be a lot it. worse. What would you say your addiction is? Um, I don't know because, like, I love a good coffee. I love good food. Like, mm-hmm. and it sucks to say food can be an, adi- an addiction, but it, it can. Yeah, it totally dude. can. Like, and tons of people are addicted. Yeah. You like, know how many people are addicted to sugar? Yeah, it's the same thing. Probably like, more people that are addicted to anything are addicted to sugar. Yeah. And... It's, and it's not even, like, bad food, but it's just, like, if I want pizza or barbecue or tacos, I want good pizza or, like, you know, I don't want fucking Pizza Hut or Domino's. No, hell no. I want, like, country style, but, like, right across the street from us. Dude, I've never had that. Is that good? They make their own dough. They make, like, 11 dough. And yeah, dude, it is so fucking it's phenomenal. It is. It is. I usually hit birds. You know this. That's yeah, like birds. I've had birds once, and they're not bad. And like, yeah. if I want wings, like I want Big Shot Bob's House of Wings, where they have like two hundred flavors of sausage you can choose from. 
Well, we work that into your nutrition program, and it's no problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's all a balance. You can yeah. have these things. That's why I think it's important and fun to talk about this shit on the podcast because, yeah, like, because it shows like you you can balance your shit out and have yeah. fun and eat what you want to. Like pizza, I haven't really had since I've gotten back on track because, regardless of if I'm on track or not, I will house an entire family size pizza. So will but, I, dude. And that's just how I am, and I know if I do it. Even being on track, doing the cardio, lifting, all that, I just feel like shit immediately after. Of course. So, I've kind of stayed away from pizza, but, you know, maybe once, twice a week I'll do the, hey, I'm hitting chicken Latino shit, we don't plan for dinner. Um, we got Crafty Jackalope quite a bit, that's a short walk from our house. Um, we've hit the blaze a couple of times and I, you get out, you eat what you want, you're yeah, still losing weight. Yeah. Though, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Well, for, for a couple of days that bloats there, but it's once it goes away, you know, but it is, it's, it's a balance and it's making smart choices. Like if I can get some sort of vegetable or baked potato instead of fries, awesome. But Nine out of ten times, I'm still like, fuck, fries sound good. And it's trying to, <laughs> it's trying to make that shift. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's trying to find that balance of like, okay, I'm dining out. What's the lesser of the two evils? So. It's all a balance. And you can it drive is. yourself crazy or sometimes you, you can yeah. say, fuck it. Or yeah. like a lot of the times, admittedly, I'm too strict. Because yeah. I kind of feel like I have to be sometimes. Right, where I'm still like, I'm on the two months in, so I'm still in the fuck it mindset. You're doing and great, man. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I don't want you to convert into some crazy oh, no. food, food no. fucking, you yeah. know, freak that just eats like me or something. Like, you're, you're, right. you you have maintained your qualities about you. That's yeah. good. You have a pizza yeah. tattoo, you have a pumpkin pie tattoo, you have a taco yeah. tattoo. I mean, you, you yeah. eat your food, man. That's, yeah, that's part of your life. God bless you. Yeah. But uh, balancing it out, you enjoy it more. At least yeah, for me, you like, if, like I, if I I could work into my diet that I could have some pizza every other day or something like that, mm-hmm. no problem. But like, I don't want to do that. Like, when I want pizza, like, I want to make sure I haven't had it right. in a while, and I sit yeah. down and I'm like, this is happening. Like, and yeah. it's an event. It, I mean, like ten years ago when I first started losing weight, my pizza was like Totino's or Red Baron because. I'm like, it, it fights the craving. You mean the frozen shit? Yeah. Because I'm like... It's probably it, it, worse for you to eat that. Right. It, it totally is. But Definitely. at the time, I'm thinking portion control. Uh, okay. So I'm like, you know, will this little fucking ball of chemicals satisfy the craving versus me just going ham on a, like, 20-inch family size, like... You know, there's yeah. Like uh, my philosophy is, if you're gonna oh, do it, man. do it, bro. And since Bridget's not on, I have the funniest story about fucking eating too much pizza when we were in Let's Columbus. Go. I don't even remember. It's probably Little Caesars or something. Oh wow, you went low. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you pizza's sp- pizza to me. You like the ground there. I did. Nice. I did. And I just ate too much. I'm laying in bed. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, 
I'm like Demi Moore on the cover of Vanity Fair. I'm just <laughs> sitting there like, she left up the cover. She's like, Jesus Christ, Adam. And she, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, I, I can't eat pizza like that anymore. And the thing is, though, if it was a really good quality pizza, I bet you would feel way less shitty. Oh, probably. You could eat the same amount. This is yeah. my theory. I don't mean, yeah. I don't know if it's true, but it makes right. sense. Of, like, if it's a shitty right. cheap pizza, like Little yeah. Caesars, yeah. like who knows what kind of fucking cheese that is? Oh, I, it's, you know, it's, it's probably something. Yeah, who knows what that is? <laughs> yeah, but if you go to a local pizza shop, you know right. that you good quality ingredients i'm oh, not the yeah, biggest like, fan of dairy and i think it's inflammatory yeah i don't well do a ton of dairy but so. like if i'm eating pizza dude i'm like fucking having good quality yeah and cheese. that's that's why whenever we get pizza we kind of lean towards country style like okay. i can walk up there and get it so i'm like hey i'm negating some of the fucking damage i'm doing i'm making a note of country style on my phone for next time yeah their pizzas are in area keep yep i don't mean to interrupt but no no it's all good so like i'll walk up there and grab it walk back it's not even a five minute walk like i can look out the window and see it burns off like half a piece of pizza yeah yeah so you know some, I, I said it. Your trainer yeah. says it's all right. It must be true. Damn, son. Then, I'm looking this up right now. Are these pieces of meatloaf on the fucking pizza? That's awesome. Right. Like, that. What is that? Is that is that real? Yeah. That's, that's what it looks yeah, like? Yeah, that's... Their pizzas are awesome. And their salad is basically the dough of a small pizza. Because they give you bread with salad. Oh, no shit. It, it's not the typical french fries with salad. The... I've seen around here, but their their small salad is like a small pizza minus a cheese and sauce with fucking salad on top of it. Like, I'm like, who needs that much bread with their salad? They, like, they're giving it to you anyway. They like, are. Whether you they, eat it or yeah, not. yeah I, don't, I wouldn't imbibe. I would just eat the salad and eat pizza. I know yeah. it was like a bread with salad yeah. kind of dude. If I'm going to eat bread, I'm making a pizza. But, um. Have you been to Minio's Pizza yet? I've not. All right, we're going to have to go. I've heard Fiori's is great. I've not been there yet. Fiori's, Aiello's, Minio's. I'm probably missing one or two that I can't think of at the moment right now. But they're probably, those definitely are like three of the contenders for like best pizza in Pittsburgh. Like. Have you had Big Guy's Pizza? I have had Big Guy's Pizza. Yes. I dig. We dig them too. And uh, one night on just the off chance, we ordered Nobby's. That's decent. It's yeah, not terrible. It's, it's not we, my favorite. Thing. I didn't realize like their large pizza would feed us for three days. Well, there you go. It's, well, it I, was like fucking a twenty-four inch square pizza, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, That's why did enough. we order this? That's good to know. Yeah, I'm like... I'm taking you to Minio's, though, son. Minio's and Berg's are my two favorites. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And for anybody that's not from Pittsburgh, we just wasted their entire existence by talking about <laughs> Pittsburgh pizza places. But that's okay, because that's what we do. And, it is. Uh, this coffee's fucking me up, dude. This might be stronger than the Mac Yeah, the Zeke's definitely adds some kick in the balls to it. I'm getting but... way too excited about pizza and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Let's rope it back around. What are you doing in the gym tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, 
I don't know if I'm going to do, like, lower body or just do treadmill. Today's okay. functional cardio, so yeah. I kind of can go either way with it. What? Yeah. Well, I'll be there, so... Awesome. We'll, we'll be... We'll, we'll keep me updated. Yeah, and I'll, yeah, uh, definitely. I'll, maybe we'll, we'll spice it up a little bit. Maybe we'll do yeah. cardio and just like a, low, a little bit of a light leg day or something. Sweet, sweet. Something different to mix yeah. up there. Yeah. I did that today. And uh, purposefully not drinking coffee in the morning because yeah. I knew we were going to do this coffee sampling podcast. Right. I have never felt shittier during a workout <laughs> in my life. I, it was really bad. It really highlighted my caffeine addiction, I think. Like, yeah. I was, like, really, yeah. like, digging deep to do, like, not that well, hard of a workout. Once, like I said before we started recording, like, caffeine doesn't do much to me. But I definitely notice why I don't have it. Oh, yeah, it's real. It's yeah. A real, it's, it's definitely it is. a real drug. People I don't just, consider it. I feel like I'm sleepwalking all day. Which not, isn't always a bad thing. No. You know, sometimes I overdo it with the coffee and I get, like, super, <laughs> super intense in, in, in the shit and, like, it works against me. So, you guys, it's a you'll, you'll have that sometimes. Right on. What was yeah. the last one of these uh, fucking horror movies that you watched? Um, last night we actually went over to our friend Mike and Geneva Axlers and, uh, we had watched a double feature of horror comedy, which... See, this you're always good for something. That's it, why I yeah, ask. we watched uh, Club Dread, which it's probably been about 10 years since I've seen that. That's great. And it's just as funny as I remember. And then we watched Blood Car, which this really weird indie flick... Yeah. This dude's a vegan, he's trying to get a car to run on wheatgrass, but... I need just, to watch this again. Yeah. It's been so long since I've it's, seen it. It's fucking great, though. There's so many quotable lines, though. Like, there's this one line where the main girl's like, put a taco in my mouth and your dick in my ass, and we're like, whoa, where'd that come from? Like, it wasn't set up for that Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. It's just like... I, it doesn't say what year it is, but gas is like $32 a gallon. Just oh my God. some outrageous bullshit. We need to the, make a Taco King shirt that says that on the back. What, put a taco in my yeah, 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 your face yeah. is like a zombie. It says Taco King. You can have a lot of be wearing like the Death Comes Lifting Cross. And on yeah. the back, it says, that's what we'll say. I'll yeah, yeah. My dick in your yeah, ass. there's only one of those, though. Yeah, there's only you know. one. Yeah. yeah, only one shirt. Yeah, we're yeah. going to make that happen based on this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be legendary. Yeah. Done. It's written. Yeah. It's written. We it's a it. thing now. It's a thing now. Yeah, I was basically asking because I need something to watch tonight. I like to get um, into these these horror movies when I have if, time. If you have Prime, I'll recommend Velocipaster. It's a shitty movie. They knew it was a shitty movie, but I'm, it's I'm fun. Right now, it's, it's not Velociraptor. No, it's Velocipaster. So. This pastor, after watching his parents die, like goes to, like, China. my language. He goes to China, but China looks like a fucking wooded area in Michigan, apparently. Oh, man. And, uh, he gets bent by a raptor. And his hooker yeah. girlfriend... Are you fucking kidding me, dude? No. This and is amazing. His hooker girlfriend, uh, convinces him to fight evil and ninjas. Dude. It's just, it is balls to the it wall. It is just free on Amazon Prime? It is. All right. 
Our lady don't know it, but that's what we're doing tonight. She's she's and stuck. I gotta hear your thoughts on that after you I'm watch it. I'm probably gonna do a, a solo podcast and just to review it afterwards, or we should hop back on. Yeah, it's it's a good time. It's, it's fun for the whole family. This is why I'm glad you're in my life, dude. I would not. I don't have time to check all this yeah. shit out. I'm losing touch with the. Uh, indie movie circuit yeah like it's it's hard to keep up with shit we we try and do like a movie night every saturday where we'll just go over there and hang out and yeah whatever looks interesting or a couple of people are like fuck that looks good we just watch i can't even name half like keep doing it because i need you for it yeah we watch i'm in the i'm too deep into the music world to keep up with the movies also I forget which one we watched recently that had Lil Romeo in it. Fantastic. Like, you know, Master P's kid. And you, you like the funny ones. Oh, like yeah. like B movie. Well, I do because I just can't get I mean, into so the I. A24 shit. Like, to me, it's drama marketed as horror. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that, but... You know, my era of movies was like Chopping Mall and Evil Dead and, you know, that shit I grew up watching. So, B-movies to me are just an extension of the 90s, or the 80s and early 90s, like... I agree with you, and I appreciate them, and I I always have, even um, because I used to just... I used to be, like, not really into music at all as a kid. Now, like, my music has taken over for my movie fandom and nerd. Right. But, um, I used to watch just horror movies. I mean, I, obviously, I still do, but, like, oh, I've always been attracted to just old horror movies, mm-hmm. like, 70s, dirty, oh, yeah. exploitation horror yeah. films. Even when I was a kid, like, I loved that shit. Yeah. I loved the 80s stuff. Evil Dead 2 was probably the first horror movie I ever really saw that I, like, loved, you know? So yeah. I, like, caught the virus based on that. But as I got into, like, my teenage years, I was obsessed with, like, the sci-fi channel horror movies. Yeah, like, like those like, mega sharktopus. Yeah, and, and yeah. Like, like, so, yeah. like, mind-numbingly bad. Like, yeah, like, it's like just... everything about it was just, like, so, like, people were like, why are you watching this? And I couldn't get enough of them. And I, yeah. I formulated a theory is to, it's like the way you listen to, like, really shitty punk rock or like really mm-hmm. shitty black metal or like some like raw form of music yeah that like is more accessible to you like if you watch like some grand great horror movie and then you're like man like I, for me what like really blew me away as a kid when i went to the theater and i saw the hills have eyes remake yeah, and that's and a well done remake. Fun, like, and I was like, I think ten or eleven when that shit came out, and I was like, "This is like the greatest thing I've ever seen." Yeah, and um, but like I could, I feel like I could never make that movie. Like, right, it was, oh, it was so no well way. done. It was yeah. so like, it, but like <laughs> if you see, like you know, you said Mega Shark or Silent Scream or like yeah, movie two headed shark attack. Like, oh, like, I can do better than this. And right. it's, it's kind of like when you listen to like a really shitty punk album, but you love it. It's like I can do that though. Yeah, so it makes yeah, you, you know, it's like connected to right. It and like so, Evil Dead Two was your first kind of foray into yeah, the genre for. Me being a kid, when we'd go to my grandparents' house, my uncle had a book from the 70s. It was 
like Alan G. Frank's National Treasury of Horror movies and was like everything from the 20s to current. Dig it. So I'm flipping through it at like 10 years old. Seeing pictures I probably shouldn't. Right. But, you know, it, it kind of got me interested in the genre, like seeing the hand with the fingertips on fire from the Wicker Man. Nice. Or, or the cheer. old Hammer posters. Or like Peter Cushing on the like skeleton horse and Captain Clegg and the night creatures. Yeah, there's just... nothing better than that stuff. No. And I can't like, get away from that. Like, it hasn't aged well, but it's one of those things that, like, pictures of that and the Universal Monsters just had me obsessed with the genre. Like, I couldn't name the first horror movie I saw, but that book just... I got lucky and found a copy of it on Amazon, so I now have a copy of it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I wanted to be a horror special effects artist when I was a kid. Like, nice. that was, like, what I told everybody I was going to do. And yeah. I was, like, always into just, like, monsters and the imagery. So before I was, like, really steeped in the horror movies, I just was always into scary shit. Yeah. So it was just a natural kind of thing for me to fall into. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. And, and, like, not just B-movies, but, like, I have a love of... Fulci films, like, Argeno's okay. You know, I love Tenebre, Deep Red. Uh, Suspiria's pretty to look at, but story-wise, it doesn't do shit for me. Heard. But, you know... I love the remake, though, I have to be honest. I haven't seen it yet. I'm just, like, I don't know if I can sit through three hours of it. I think you could. I'm telling you, I think you could. It's no fucking Velociraptor or whatever, but it's... it's, uh, pretty great <laughs> but like you know i i always lean towards fulci and like i like zombie but for me the gates of hell trilogy is where it's at um city of the living dead the beyond and house by the cemetery it's just i mean yeah it's Mike obnoxious it. gore but it's well done yeah. like and even one of his earlier films don't torture a duckling Mm. Like, a lot of people hate that film. I'm like, that's so good, Jess. Yeah, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed yeah. with that, with all those things. It was like a solid, like, six months of my childhood where I watched, like, nothing but those. And it was like, yeah. they're, like, kind of, like, erotic and dirty. They you are. You know what I mean? They kind of so are. So it was kind of like I was watching, like, porn in a way. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, kind of fucking... Yeah. It's really great. It's a mix of Cinemax and blood. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, it's... even when you're, like, young and you don't really, like, get all that shit, it's just, like, you have a feeling, like, this is, like, I don't know if I should be watching this. You know? <laughs> right. Like, it's, like, really makes me feel grimy. Right, right. You kind of need a shower yeah. afterwards. And it's, yeah. it, that yeah. hasn't worn off. You can watch yeah. those movies right now. We could watch it and be like, yeah, yeah it's dirty. The only <laughs> thing feel... with pieces, though, is once you see it, that twist is ruined. Forever. Yeah, the first like, time is not... Like, it's like High Tension. I love High Tension. One of my favorite films. But I can't see it the same way. Like, I wish... You know what's happening. Yeah, that and Martyrs. Wish I could see both of those for the first time again. Because... Damn, dude, I haven't seen Martyrs in so long. Uh, and I love... Is that available? I don't have it. Do I don't you, know. Do you have it? 
what we had done, we um got rid of a ton of our stuff and ripped it to hard drive. Because uh, we're just like... You high tech. Yeah, we're, we're like, we're going to just kind of create our own little Netflix with a lot of our films. I am... Um, this is another thing I gotta Google. I gotta break out the phone. And, yeah. Uh, if if anybody out there has not seen Martyrs, like I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, it's it's such a beautifully done film. It's it's definitely it's, no exaggeration to say it's one of the best horror movies ever made. Yeah, I agree. I'll agree with that. Um, Inside as well. Yes. Is Love Inside. Insane. Irreversible was really good. Uh, the, all those movies are just out of this world, literally. Like, they, yeah. like transports you to another world and yeah. talks with you. And if if you like a little dark comedy added in, Delicatessen's a good one. I've never so. seen that one. It It's pretty decent. A little weird, but I mean, it it's works. Delicatessen, so yeah. I would imagine. So you can buy it on Amazon Prime for 10 bucks. Well, that's good. I mean, that's not bad. Because last time I looked, because um, Bridget had loaned her copy to someone. Is it I'm out like, of print? You can't find it on like, I Blu-ray think, or anymore? I think it was out of print. And when I last looked, maybe five years ago, the DVD was going for like 50 bucks. Yeah, I'm like, that's fucking stupid. It's like a French Blu-ray that you can't play in, like on American players or something. I don't know, because sometimes, if, I think if it's on the U.S. Amazon site, then it may work. Like, it's weird, because I'm like, if if it can't be played in America, why are you selling it on your site? Because... I, I mean, I'm, I've done that, though. I've bought, yeah. I've bought things that uh, what I couldn't play. Yeah, it's so we, and it's like, what... You know, I'm not going out trying to track down a region-free player. And that was a part of why we got rid of a ton of our movies was because in the horror community, like, especially with the advent of Indiegogo, Kickstarter, um, GoFundMe, is getting obsessive. Like, oh, so-and-so's putting out a movie. I need to chip in on it. Mm-hmm. And then you'd see people in these groups, oh, I got number one of this film. And, because, you know, they'd be like hand number, hand signed. And it's like, why do we have all of these movies when we watch maybe half of them? Like, on the off chance, we're going to want to pull it out and watch it. Let's just rip it to a hard drive, and then we'll hook up to the TV and play it that way. Right. Because being a horror fan, you kind of get obsessive. Like, it's that kind of whole fear of missing out thing. Like, You're right. And I'm just I get that like, all the time. That's why I can't yeah. keep up with it. I'm like, I'm fucking driving myself nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to that point. I'm like, you know, I, I need to just quit. Like, I'm just going to check out what I want. I don't need to see every movie. I don't need to own every movie. No, definitely the, the owning thing is not... That doesn't do you well. <laughs> no, it does not. Like, buy everything. Yeah. Waste it, your space. Yeah. Time. I am like that with music, though. Like, I have to 
hear at least sample everything that's new that comes out that comes across yeah, my radar. I, I just have to, or because I'm fucking sick like that. But I'm I'm like that can't. to a point with music that I kind of know where my tastes lie. So it's like, eh, you know, this may not be my thing, so I'm gonna look over right. it. But but even in music. Like, you can listen to a song, and that's three minutes of your life. Like, right. you're not going to watch three minutes of a movie. No, like, and I don't that, like this no exactly. You like, know. I don't know, I'll give a movie maybe ten minutes, because in the first ten minutes, you can kind of tell if you're going to like it or not. Yeah. And if not, I'm just like, okay, maybe maybe I'm just not feeling it today, and I'll circle back to it, but... I, um... And buying Martyrs 2009 sealed DVD on eBay right now for fourteen dollars. Nice, nice. It's happening. Is it the unrated one? Yes, it is. Good call. Yes, it is. So we will have it. We will watch it. That's awesome. That's good to know. That's good stuff. That's great stuff. I'm glad. To see, it's the you best. did this. It's your fault. I, I know it's my fault. That. Your your girlfriend can blame me for that she, one she, and Velocipaster. Oh yeah, she, yeah, you're getting the you're getting the shit out of it. Yeah, I'm I'm getting the blame on both of those. She's cool though. She'll like dig it though. Yeah, she's 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 not like in your face horror fan, but she's right. like, she's like low key. She'll, yeah. she'll hang with yeah. me and watch see, anything. She doesn't give a fuck. See, Bridget's in your face horror fan, yeah. in your face Britney Spears fan, yeah. in your face Disney fan. Yeah, like a lot like mine. It's yeah, like. Yeah. It's she. She's extreme. You gotta watch out for her. Like no, she's vicious, dude. That's she why I is. Keep, I keep her. Yeah. Like, yeah. You need to. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking cues from the best. <laughs> do we got time to sample the last couple calls? Yeah, I think we do. Are we uh Let's trying see. the wisdom and chains from Dead Sled? Yeah, from our friends at Dead Sled Coffee. We gotta plug awesome. them on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm stoked to try it. A yeah. little hardcore. Yeah, it's and, a hardcore yeah. influence. Yeah, let's I, go. I, I mean, can we're, dig we're that. not getting any younger. Yeah. So I'll, let's go. Yeah. Round three. I give this Zeke's an eight. Yeah, I I'd second that. Like it, it's a little strong. Yeah. So you know, if if you know that's gonna be your only cup of the day. Yes, yes. We're back. We are. We are back after a Fifteen minute coffee break, and this is pretty amazing. Dead sled, Ooh. wisdom and chains, amaretto. Well, yeah, try the flavors out a little bit. Amaretto is a little strong at mm-hmm. first, but I think once I get a few sips in, it'll die down a yeah, little. Yeah, def- it definitely needs time. But um, yeah, I've been chilling on mine longer than yours. And yeah, I, yeah, I'm halfway through, and uh, it is nice. It calms down a little bit. Uh, Dead Sled does great shit, and it's not even just because I love them as people, but uh, yeah, all their stuff. I've honestly I've had all their coffees, nice. and I have not been disappointed in any. And I nice. I would say it if I was. I yeah, mean, this yeah. is my first experience. That's with your them. first one ever. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I have the I'm Resurrection Dark Roast is really great. Um, that's their only like true flavored one, and I haven't tried it yet, so that's why I figured it'd be fun to bring it in here. Yeah, like, definitely. On the, uh, yeah. While we're sampling flavors, but um, I like the um, Bella blend, Bella Lugosi blend. Okay, it's chicory, like New Orleans style coffee. Oh, nice, fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Um, AC Slade helps with that because he's awesome, he's a huge supporter of Death Gums Lifting, so I think I think that's rad. So I'd always try to support the Dead Slade coffee. 
And what bands he in? Um, he was in the Murder Dolls. Okay, and yeah. Dope, and he yeah. plays with the Misfits. Nice. He plays rhythm nice. guitar for one of the Misfits cool. do their reunion shows. Yeah, I'm like, He's I know nicest, that name. Nicest dude. Yeah. Awesome. Nicest dude, man. Awesome. So what else are you up to, brother? What's on the oh. agenda now? What's, on, what's in the horror Not world? much. Uh, yeah. Just getting ready to do some more stuff with otherworldly culture. Which, yeah, talk about that. Uh, you've been a guest on Dead on Movie Reviews, which Rich Dalzado does occasionally. And uh, myself, Michael Axler, Tim Cratchman. We all just kind of each pick a movie for the week and... Mm-hmm. So around bullshit about it for an hour, like doesn't sound too bad. No, it's fun. It is. Once. I'll do it, it again. Is. Yeah, yeah. Sign, just uh, get in touch with Tim. I yeah. think he sent out the sign up for it, but yeah, he's actually flying in from Wisconsin for Horror Realm. So oh, be, he'll be at uh, Horror Realm. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be nice. good to see Tim. I can't wait to and, like meet him for real. Yeah, and Mike's doing the panels there, which I look forward to. Always, gonna be great. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. I kind of love the smaller scale shows like Cinema Wasteland in Cleveland. Have you ever gone to that one? Surprisingly, no. And I, I, I mean it's to all on, the time, it just never lines up. It's a real niche convention. Like I know the, what it is. It looks great. Yeah, I mean, like I the mean. past couple shows, I guess, list hasn't really been my thing, so I've skipped it. Yeah. But I, I just wanted to get it to go. Yeah, like yeah. it's a good day trip. Like right. I don't if you if you're gonna party, it's worth spending a weekend there. But with well, me kind of living of the straight edge anymore. lifestyle, I'm just like I only need a day there, half a day there. But, so it's like a party thing too. Like oh get, yeah, people yeah. Get fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a total party. Like yeah, it's a good time. We've had fun going. I'm and, lame. Um, I can't hang anymore though. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, 8 o'clock. Yeah, man, me too. Turn to an old man. Like, yeah, dude. Need to eat my last meal before my fasting window yep. kicks in. I'm all playing, <laughs> you know? Need to get oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, if I eat it this time, I I would have fasted for like 12 hours. Yeah, dude, so. you got to. I'm, yeah. I'm doing a, I like to do 16-8 a lot, but I'm trying to actually gain a little bit of weight. Um, especially to balance out all the yeah. like, cardio with boxing I'm going to do. Yeah. So I do um, 14, 10. I don't, I don't know why I do. Like, because... Um, good, we're going to get you. Yeah, because... I think you should do at least 12. Um, I don't think everybody I should think do I do, because, like, if I crash at, like, 10 at night, then, you know, by time I go lift and eat breakfast, it's probably a good 10 to 12-hour window. Okay. Because... Yeah. I think I've like my last snack at six PM, eight PM at the latest, and then from there till breakfast. So. Yeah, that shit does really work. The the time restricted eating. Yeah, I mean it sucks if I wake up like hangry, but, yeah, but it's that, worth it in the long run. So it is, and um, you get used to it too. You know, yeah, it's just like your body, your body getting used to it. Like your stomach shrinks. Oh yeah, totally. Sure. So, like, when you eat and um, in your, when it's your time window, it's, like, keeps you full for way longer than it would if you were, like, yeah. eating all day, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Or, yeah, or what you're used to before. Yeah. It's the way your metabolism works, your stomach shrinks, and just kind of, you become more full. 
So it, it's really interesting. I'm fascinated yeah. by all that shit. I'm yeah, experimenting on myself too. all the time. Yeah, because I mean, everyone's different. Right. So. Yeah. I think with me, Wyman, like the doing cardio, like one lifting day, one cardio day, one. I try and space my meals like every three hours, maybe four hours max, just with the wife's schedule. She's off work at 1 p.m., so, like, we eat dinner at, like, 4 because she calls it a night at 6 because she's got to be up at 2 a.m., so... She has the venomous... She's just living her venomous life. Yeah, yeah. I know what she's doing. Yeah, she's up at the witching hour. In in league with Satan, if you will. right. The casual venom reference to your wife. That's what I like about you, my friend. Yes. That's good, man. Yeah, we're just trying to revamp some stuff for the site because being an indie site, like, there's so many horror blogs. There's so many wrestling sites. It's just... Uh, trying to find our audience. Um, Mike had a good following when it was East Coast Horror Group. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, stepping away from the convention game and just wanting to showcase other interests, we kind of did the otherworldly brand. He had founded the site and, uh, you know, wrote it for eight years. And Yeah, man. That's it's really kind of cool. time to get... The, get freshen it up a little bit so we're just trying to find our footing because it being the three of us we can't cover everything yeah and we're at a day and age where everyone has their own youtube channel or their own blog or their own website that's kind of hard to find people that want to contribute content as well so oh, we're just yeah, so <laughs> yeah. we're just trying to figure out what works for each of us. And uh, our main focus lately has been the dead on. Mike has a show called Into the Green where he focuses on some of his uh, smoking devices. That's really great. That he yeah, that. yeah. I that's I, awesome. I think he's got an episode coming out focusing on the Quartz Castle. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. I have not, surprisingly. Um, I think you'll be impressed with it. Okay. So, I'm yeah, to I, I don't know we'll, how to describe we'll it because. Yeah. Yeah, and then. Um, I'm sure I will be. I'm a huge I'm, supporter. I'm dropping an episode of what we kind of call Otherworldly Life, where it's just random shit. Like, it could be about my weight loss progress and weightlifting. The one I'm dropping tomorrow's kind of more about beard care because I found a couple of great products at the High Priestess Market that Black Forge had. Yeah, local, support local, so talk about a couple local beard oils and just what works for me, so yeah. You do do great, I always look forward to what you do with the site and it has your personality and that's all that matters and that's all I try to do, so. Yeah, yeah, like. One of these days outside of podcasting we'll have to uh, work on a collaboration or something or see if you can contribute content in any way to death. Yeah, yeah, maybe we can all do like a collab on Horror Realm once it's passed. Yeah, yeah, that would be fucking great. Um, yeah. cause I always try to, I, I try to keep the website fresh with content, you know, I, I don't consider myself a news outlet. We do music yeah. reviews, 
we do uh, blog entries, we do podcasts, yeah. I do like the interview bands and, you know, repost releases, I have yeah. people that write reviews for me music-wise, but right. it's just to add value, it's not super serious, uh, just have a little bit of extra something-something to offer the, you know, the supporters. Yeah, and that's kind of how I got my start, was I'm a member of this grilling group called Mambicue. I love it. And the theme of it is, it's kind of a guy's night out, because, you know, like, dudes just have trouble maintaining friendships. It's that whole stigma of, you know, like, man up or whatever. Sure. So the whole theme between Mambicue is, like, it started in Chicago, and a bunch of dudes were moving from the city to the burbs. Let's get together once a month, meet beer, rock and roll. So my my buddy Jared back in Columbus, um, we're like, hey, rock and roll, like New Bomb Turk's first album's coming up on 21 years. We kind of submitted a retrospective. Uh, From there, we made food for less than Jake and got to interview them. No way. Uh, Made food for J.P. Gaster of Clutch and got to chat with him. Dude, that's right. And a few other bands. And then from there, like, I just wanted to focus more on the horror aspect because um, Mike had done a show called FDTC Radio and that turned into, like, my buddy Adolfo doing like a punk and destroy state like night. His uh wife Carrie did We're All Doomed, kind of a doom metal stoner metal theme night. And unfortunately it didn't last long, but um Adolfo tapped me to kinda of do some horror stuff for his site from Dusk Till Con. Which is now a defunct site, but from there I interviewed bands, filmmakers, did reviews. And that led to Mike tapping me for East Coast Horror Group. So it's kind of like... I know all that. Yeah, yeah. So I've kind of been not really taking a break, but I'm just trying to find something different than movie and music reviews that I want to do. Like... What, you have any um, ideas? Not really, like, we're just trying to find out, because, you know, Mike's a big toy collector, we're both comic collectors, we did a comic show for a little bit, but when it's just two to three people, or in your case, one or two people kind of doing everything, Mm -hmm. you burn out quick. Yeah. So, I've been kind of focusing on a lot of press releases that I get from, uh, my contacts in the music industry from when I started with, like, Mambicum from Dusk Till Con, yeah. and, uh, I get a lot of All Elite Wrestling press releases. So that's kind of been my contribution lately. And, um, uh, Mike and I are just trying to, like, refine our footing, so to speak, and... You guys do a great job of that. Yeah, yeah, so... And I'm going to link all that in these show notes so people awesome. can check, it, check all that out. And I'm going to selfishly think of something you can do for me for the for that awesome. thing. That would cool. be awesome. We'd love cool. to collaborate. Yeah, And yeah. use your abilities. I can't... I'm, I'm thinking of something, man. We're... Uh, awesome. Always looking to expand. So yeah, yeah. I got big plans where I'm already... I hired more people to write for me. I 
hire cool. somebody to revamp the site where, where nice. we're expanding. So nice. We always need people to contribute and supporters, and yeah, you're a great one to have. Yeah, yeah, we uh, definitely appreciate what you do, and Thanks, I man. know we shared your uh, interview with Rich. Rich is a good friend of ours. Oh, uh, yeah, Rich is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Rich is good people. Check and, that out too if you haven't listened to the one with Rich promoting Horror Realm. Is what yeah. we're talking about. We're gonna, yeah, definitely a post Horror Realm kind of group podcast at least or something like that. Would be yeah, awesome. yeah, we can cover maybe event. like share it on both yeah. sites somehow. Yeah, yeah, double uh, link it or could something. Do like a live stream from Horror Realm, things like that too. Yeah, um, I know. I'm um, just thinking about that. We're gonna do something special. Yeah, yeah, I know Mike has panels Friday and Saturday. I'm not cool. sure what his Sunday looks like. But cool, yeah, yeah. But even just, you know, attending the panels and posting about it, just, like, kind of covering the whole thing is will be awesome. I'm just lo- I'm yeah. looking forward just to be a part of it. Yeah, right. I'm looking forward to going and hanging yeah. out. I was yeah, trying to... So- come say what's up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, and I was trying to support the vendors because, you yeah, know... Me too, man. You got to support them without them then you know no yeah. one's there to right. sell merch and stuff right. so. the select horror conventions i do it became very apparent you know yes the, it's hard to be a vendor it is it is as much fun as i have fucking around and like but it, it is a long weekend and it, yeah it doesn't matter if you do good or bad business right. wise i mean it could be a shitty show it could be a great show right you're there all weekend it's it's tough it is it it really is is. and having work conventions and uh having a few friends or vendors you know you hear about their triumphs and their tragedies and Mm -hmm. you know it's just you kind of hope everyone at least breaks even for the weekend but you want to see everyone succeed at the same time of course of course yeah I go into it just like, if it's a show I would want to go to as a fan, that's number one. Like, I'm not going to go to one that I don't want to go to as a fan. Right. And when I buy, like, the table, when I buy my spot, I consider that, like, money lost. Like, if I, you know what I mean? Right. I don't, you know, I even have to look at it, like, break even. I'm just there to be there and support and get my name out there. Right, and then if you're traveling out of town or even out of state, you got to factor in, like, gas, hotels, food, like... It's a huge expense. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, you know, where do you kind of see yourself back in the red? Is it once you've recouped your hotel cost, or is it, you know, gas... Exactly. It's definitely a like, whole thing. It's yeah, and, yeah. That's why I don't do that many of them. Right. So, but right. I also like want to keep it fresh. Like I don't want to be known for doing horror conventions. So when I do want right. to be more um, special. Have you thought about reaching out to any of the wrestling promotions? I know a lot of them have like tables yeah. set up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's like, what I want to talk to you about. Yeah. That's what we cool. were talking about at the beginning. Getting into that whole scene, I think we should try. Yeah. I think we should invade. Yeah, like Pittsburgh has a ton of indie wrestling. Yeah, we're gonna like that. we're gonna get in there. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I think a couple of the promotions run shows on the same weekend, but uh, there's a show this Thursday at the Rex that I'm not sure if you're familiar with the name Corey Graves. Uh, yeah. Um, his brother. Puts on the show at the Rex I've seen Thursday the, I, night, I saw that so yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try and hit that up. But. Cool man, I'll, th- I'll th- uh, hopefully I can. Um, awesome. If 
think about it. But if we have to, uh, yeah, we should get a table somewhere. Yeah. One of those things or at least have uh, wrestling promoters on the podcast or something. Because I do want to get yeah. into that. Like, I think it's, I think the underground aspect of it is really interesting and really cool. Yeah, it yeah. is. And um, I can give you the names of a couple of people if you want. Absolutely. Get more SCX info. Absolutely. Like, yeah, we want to. Yeah, like yeah. I can give you the email to get yeah. in touch with them. Megan gave me a few names too, so. Awesome. be good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Right on, brother. Yeah. Anything else? Any closing uh, remarks? No, nah, not that I can think of. Just uh, keep one foot in the grave or whatever it was Ricky Rackman used to say. Exactly. On Bangers ball. Just keep one foot in the grave, kids. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Yeah, it's fun. We'll be back. We'll do this more. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks. That's it, man. That's good. Oh, wait. What do you want to rate the oh, dead yes. sled? We're back. Rating the dead sled. <laughs> so, as Forgot much, about as, that. As much as I love Amaretto, I do, I do like an Amaretto flavor. I'm Italian. That Amaretto yeah. Biscotti, I'm into. I yeah, like yeah. I like it a lot. Like, I can see if you don't, you might want to stay away from it. It's a little um, bit of a strong flavor. It is, but... But it, it, it balances out. It kind of cooled down after a bit. Like, the first... Cool First sip kind of kicked me in the teeth, but after I kind of mellowed out, I, I'd say I'd give this a strong 8 out of yeah, 10. Yeah, I was like, going to say 8. Yeah, yeah uh, it's yeah. right up there. Mac Nut was my favorite, though. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Mac Nut's just smooth. Mac Nut's my favorite, as much as I love yeah. Dead Sled. Yeah. Man, I got to give it to it. That's the winner. <laughs> now you've been updated. Death Metal and Britney all in one day. That's how we do it. We're going with that one. We each need a cup of this.